Hi, hello, how are you? My name is Jalen and welcome to No Rules, the podcast for young and middle-aged adults in college and the working class who yearn to thrive outside the box society has created for us. You know that nagging feeling that there's so much more depth to life? It's because we come to earth with a deep-rooted desire for more than surface-level interaction that we've gotten so far. Childhood is full of crisis, stress, and damage control, yet we have no clue how to navigate it or transition peacefully into adulthood. This can lead to a lack of sense of self and consistent survival mode because we aren't taught much else. Ambitious curiosity and the act of asking questions ahead of our time left many of us labeled as disrespectful and disobedient children. The life lessons and advice given made next to no sense because many attempts at guidance were really just impulsive punishments from adults who had little knowledge of their own about this crazy thing called life. We owe it to ourselves to find the answers, unlock every secret, and break generational turmoil that has gone on far too long. After spending time at university, I had to do something about the confusion around religion, the shame and the guilt around my unpopular opinions related to gender roles and family life, the constant self-torment, and questioning myself based on other people's insecurities. It was replaced by spirituality and expansion that lit me up and tools that I could use to utilize my highest potential. I got in touch with my inner world, my personal desires, my plans, and my dreams. Now, I'm here to share with you the brightest and the darkest sides of owning your life and being authentically you. In this universe, many subconsciously take energy from others, blocking the truest potential of themselves and of others simultaneously. I'm here to share that you have everything it takes to live life on your own terms while giving back to others in more ways than one, while raising the vibrations of this world and experiencing profound and constant transformation. Everyone has access to the life they daydream about, and we can all reach our goals together with much more ease rather than constant competition for resources. It's time to step into who we are and leave our mark because that is what we came here to do. Are you ready? Let's get into it. what up what up what up hello my lovely listeners how is everyone i hope you're fabulous because this mercury retrograde is out of control if i do say so myself okay (laughs) it has been a whirlwind for me definitely i have been so moody i'm a little bit sick now mostly just because of allergies and it's just been such a intense reflection period i don't know if I hope you guys are also reflecting and getting a lot from this too because this is an amazing time to immerse yourself in something like this but it's just very intense and not all of it is positive and it's just you know it's very eye-opening mercury retrograde has a very funny way of throwing everything that is really going on in your face and forcing you to deal with it you know so I just want to start with that <laughs> Just to get that off my chest, just because it's been insane. So if you guys are also feeling the same, please DM me on Instagram. Like, let's talk about this. This is crazy, right? Like, it's just, it's insane. So, but I do want to announce that something super exciting is coming up in my world. And I want you, yes, you to be a part of it. 
it is my free challenge. It is a five-day free challenge called Alignment Abundance and Authentic Desires. It is going to be on Facebook and I'm also going to be doing uh, a lot of it on Instagram too. So you can either join me on Instagram or on Facebook, but there's going to be a group group community. I'm going to spend five days going over how you can really ground yourself in your desires and be aligned with those. Stick to them also because sometimes it can feel like we have days where our motivation is so high and we're so ready to tackle what we want and what we're going after. And then sometimes that can kind of die off just depending on our environment, our situation. And so I'm going to just you know, spread a little joy and positivity as far as finding that pure bliss when it comes to grounding yourself in your desires and thinking about how you want to live and how you can integrate and incorporate that positivity and those desires into your life at a comfortable pace for you. So please join me for this five-day challenge. It is going to be starting um, next week sometime the day is not specifically decided but the doors will be opening in the next couple days and of course i'll be sending out the info so that you guys can sign up for that if you wish to and it's just going to be a great opportunity to really get to know me as a spiritual mentor also because i have my one-on-one coaching program i have um which comes with um, some different price points if um, anyone is interested in that And then I also have my um, Supercast subscription community, which is going to include masterclasses and all kinds of meditations and pop-up lessons and just all the time. I just want to uh, give back and learn more about you guys and grow together and expand together and just, you know, be a community of people who can radiate just greatness into this world and Things like that convince other people to do the same, you know? It might seem like other people would rather live mundane lives where they're just working a nine-to-five, not doing what they love, and some people might be okay with that because they're like, I have bills to pay. Those people are not okay with that. They are miserable. You know it, and I know it, and that is why they need us, right? So that we can show them this is not the only way to live. Like, you, like being happy is our birthright being like living in a gratuitous and just very virtuous and just a fruitful and loving and compassionate environment where we can still experience duality and have bad days and reflect on those and grow from those that's a part of the human experience and not everyone is taking full advantage of it you know so that is what the challenge is going to be about And then it'll, you know, unlock a lot of stuff. You'll learn so much about me, so much about yourself. And who knows? Maybe we'll end up best friends. (laughs) Just kidding. You guys are all my best friends. Okay, so other than that, I think that we can hop into the episode because I have a really juicy one for you guys today. And it's about, because it's about balancing kind self-love and self-love, which is so important because a lot of the times we can overcompensate for one of those kinds of loves and kind of either beat ourselves beat ourselves up too much or give ourselves too much wiggle room and credit you know and we have to know when we need to lift ourselves up and when we need to humble ourselves so that's what this episode is going to be about y'all ready to jump in because i'm ready all right let's do it so (laughs) number one is 
an important aspect of life is duality, right? It's a balancing act. Day and night, hot and cold, yin and yang. Feminine and masculine energy. Everything has an opposite and equal kind of reaction going on. It's one of um, Newton's laws, right? So we need to appreciate one. We need to appreciate both. But if we don't appreciate one, we can't appreciate the other. Like if, if it was always night outside, we wouldn't appreciate the night because it's always night. But because we have day, once that sun goes down, we're so happy that it's dark and we can revel in the nighttime. And then the same thing with the day. Once the, the darkness goes away and the sun comes up, it's another beautiful day to experience something great, something profound, you know. And so we need that duality. And we need to be able to, um, you know, to balance the two for the duality in our lives because that is how we, you know, progressively move forward and continue to expand our consciousness. So, and oh my gosh, I think, I think I said my allergies were kind of bothering me. I don't know if I did, but, um, yeah, it's it's really been horrible with the (laughs) pollen in the air and my throat was a little scratchy and just, you know, but I'm sure many of you guys are going through that too. So please excuse my voice, but (laughs) that is what I'm dealing with right now. So, um, but yeah, so negativity, sorry, got a little sidetracked because I feel so gross, but anyway, negativity in general is seen as bad, but positivity is seen as good. But what will positivity be without negativity? What will we like? Would we know how good things can get if we never experienced the stress of a bad day? Like if every day was just perfect and we just had every like nothing went wrong all of the time. Everything was perfect in a perfect world. There weren't any car accidents. People weren't getting hurt. You know, you didn't you weren't running late anywhere. People weren't getting on your nerves. Like the weather was the same all the time, every single day, a comfortable temperature that you never had to worry about it fluctuating. You woke up at the same time every day. You went to bed at the same time every day. Like if something like that was happening, do you think that you would be able to acknowledge anything? You wouldn't you wouldn't acknowledge anything different. If something different did happen and that's the way we were living, first of all, we would probably all drop dead from the from the from the just the chaotic stress and the trauma it would be traumatizing because we aren't we have to be able to experience both in order to be able to cope with both, right? So, I know that negativity is not something that we want to be dealing with, but if we can acknowledge and live in our negative emotions just for a little bit and give them the room that they need you know this is not something that's a part of you it's something that's moving through you so instead of trying to go around your emotions go through them and they will fall away they will dissolve you will move on and you won't have to revisit it so think of a type of love you give yourself okay Think of the type of love that you give yourself all all the time. Like, are you really hard on yourself or do you think that your shit doesn't stink? You know, like, (laughs) because we have to learn to find a middle ground, right? Obviously, having confidence and being supportive of ourselves and knowing that and feeling like the baddest bitch in the room when we walk in, that's different than than feeling like literally we can do no wrong. You know, like, it's... It's a it's about being humble. It's about knowing when you know, just just 
knowing how to play your cards right for one because also people can really appreciate a person's ability to humble themselves when they seem like they have it, everything just so together you know like people who who give back or people who you know have the resources to change someone's lives they're humble about that you know and that's part of the reason why they why they do the work that they do so you have to be compassionate to yourself you have to be patient you have to be kind as you would with a child we're all delicate beings and love is a universal language so being too hard on yourself will have the same outcome as applying only tough love to a child some of us are products of this kind of parenting style so we know that this isn't a good way to motivate ourselves like being a kid and only getting one of those things definitely definitely requires some rewiring as an adult because it either turns you into your biggest critic or it makes you think that something's wrong with everybody else if you're on either side of the spectrum so that is why it's important to find our middle ground. You know, parents are not perfect, but some and some of them only, you know, they only gave one of those type of love. And that's not it's not a, a fault. It's not a fatal flaw or anything like that. You know, people grow and they learn. And even though parents are parents, they still, you know, some of them don't. They, it's, a, it's a learning process having being someone's parent because people are so different. There's not a book or a model that can teach you how to raise a kid. And so, you know, it gets a little, it's, it's very, there's a lot of gray areas. But still, you know, you know, you know what happened to your childhood and you know which one of those loves you experienced the most. Like, you might, th- you might have to think on it for a little bit, but... If you really think about the kind of person you are right now, it'll be pretty clear and pretty obvious, like which one you need more of, or if they're completely balanced for you already and you just need to keep focusing on that or what have you, just, you'll know. It's, it's, it's very obvious, especially once you become an adult, just think about how you would think raising your child would be and think about how you were raised and those two scenarios together will give you a good idea of of what of of the type of love that you've experienced the most if that makes sense so so for example like the way I want to raise my kid I want my kid to know that I have a lot of stuff going on like I don't want my kid to think that I'm perfect or I have it all together I want my kid to know openly and presently in every moment that my mom is kind of a mess like she she has it together most of the time but when she's a mess she she's like a perfect storm she can get a little bit a little bit stressed out gets a little bit anxious and that's a part of being human I want my kids to know that and so from that I think it's it's safe to say that I probably experienced a lot of critiquing as a child I was told I was you know told what I need to do and I was punished a lot for when I did not do things and I felt like I had to be perfect all the time when I knew that it was impossible and that ate at me. So the type of parenting that I want to give my kid, that is conducive to the type of parenting that I got. So try to follow that same model and think about what kind of parenting that you need to give yourself right now. Because that's what we're going to talk about now is the fact that we still have to parent ourselves. Like, it's not technically parenting anymore. It's just, you know, being responsible 
for ourselves, you know? So, uh, for us, those of us who were experienced nurturing and tender loving care as a kid, we know how empowering that can be in helping us to find our way to just having that space and like someone being able to hold space for you to make your mistakes and to have your, you know, to have your questions and to be curious and to guide you, you know, that kind of thing is very empowering as a child. Those kind of the like, because eventually when we have, when, when we don't have that, we turn into adults that don't, that aren't curious, that don't like to ask questions, kind of just like to keep things the same and don't like to mess with the status quo. And that is, you know, that's, it's depressing to say the least. It just is depressing. So think of yourself as a kid. I know we're all adults, but, you know, like I said, we're still learning every day. And so this approach can help to cater to the more naive parts of us. So if you have something going on that, you know, you don't really, you don't have a lot of experience with it, then this is a way that you can approach the situation. Like, they're going to, it's always going to, we're, we're never going to know everything. And so we're always going to have situations where we have to ask questions or we have to think outside the box or we have to think about, we have to infer, we have to um, make an educated guess and things like that. And, you know, as adults, it's a little bit easier not to do ridiculous things because as a child, we, you know, it's a little bit harder to grasp concepts and concrete things don't really start to form and make sense, like logical details and things that are like real and fake don't really come into play until around age like 10, 11 ish. It's very difficult to distinguish real from fairy tale as a kid. So that's one reason why it's important to just, you know, cater to those naive parts of us because they literally have no idea what's going on like it's it's almost it's almost a little bit it and I can understand why some parents would be so confused and be like what the, what the hell's wrong with my kid because you know as adults we're like okay blah 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 makes sense because we have decision making skills and we can make logical choices based off of you know, just having lived life and knowing what's real and like what's concrete and what's not. But as a kid, we they literally do not have those faculties, literally don't have the capacity to think about if something can or cannot actually physically occur. Like it's and parts of parts of being a kid are still in your mind, like parts of there's still parts of you there. Like it's just it's just the way the cookie crumbles. It's just the way things roll. There's just so much in this world, just so much vast information and just possibilities that you're always going to come across things that make you feel like you are a novice. You have no clue what's going on and it's okay, but that's when we have to lead ourselves. So we need tough love to discipline us. So that we can learn structure and understand consequences for our actions, right? So um, a lot of our parents, you know, taught us that. But a lot of um, a lot of childhood discipline also comes with a lot of confusion. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about because even if you are like you do something wrong and you you know there's a punishment, there's a consequence, and you get in trouble for it, whether that's a physical punishment or you get your toys taken away or you have to sit in your room or whatever. I remember as a kid, half of the time being like, okay, but like, what actually happened? Like, 
I know my mom said I shouldn't do this and I, this was bad and this, but I'm still confused. I still don't know what happened. I still don't know how I can change this so that the next time that this happens, I can figure something else out. Like as a kid, it's kind of hard to, uh, to learn, to use what you've learned and apply it in the next situation because we're not even completely sure on how the current situation even occurred. Like it's, you know, like it's like similar to like, like for what, for an example, saying things that you shouldn't say as a kid or asking things to people that are just too sensitive, like asking about like a dead family member or asking about, um, you know, like if someone is, I don't know, like poor or something like asking, why are you dressed like that? Or asking what's going like, because kids don't mean anything rude by it. It comes out like that because we're like, what's going on? Like, hello, give me an answer. I need to know what's going on. I'm curious. Kids are curious. They want to know everything. But some things are the way that we word them it can come off as offensive. And so when that kind of stuff gets shut down, then we're kind of confused because it's like, I just wanted to know. Like, so I shouldn't know or I shouldn't ask or like, what's going on? You know, like, so, but that that's just something that I experienced as a kid was just a little confusion as far as like, what is appropriate to say to whom? Because I would kind of just get in trouble for saying things. And then I'd be like, so what did I, what, what did I, what like what? <laughs> so, but <laughs> but that causes you to make the same mistake over and over so not being able to learn from it in that instance like not being able to apply tough love in a way that makes sense that can help you with the next situation that is only going to be detrimental to you like not learning anything from from something that you received a consequence from that is like literally it's it's so horrible because then you end up getting the same consequence for the same thing or a similar consequence and you're like okay but I still don't know what the hell happened like so it's just we have to discipline ourselves well enough that we are able to understand where the consequences are coming from and why they are presented in the way that they are. So I know sometimes it can just feel like, you know, people are giving you a hard time and you're being punished for no reason sometimes. But really, really think about it. Like, really think about it. You're not, even though we have childish aspects of us, we're not kids anymore and we're capable of analytical thinking and problem solving. And so really dive deep and reflect. Like, reflection is just sit with it. Be still, be calm, be silent, and just sit with it. That's one thing that we were, a lot of us were incapable of as kids. We just was just sitting with things. Things are moving so fast. As soon as I get a punishment, I'm ready to move on. You know? like. <laughs> but as an adult, we are able to slow down and think about what actually occurred. So, help us to tough up help. Tough love helps us to grow and to change in the direction we want to go in. And it's tough because we aren't yet on that path. So causing yourself discomfort and uneasiness can be a way to learn, but when it's implemented appropriately. So make it a point to teach yourself a lesson in a way that you wish that it was taught to you as a kid. Like that's 
probably the best way to go about it because that is what we're really catering to here when we're trying to, um, you know, when we're trying to implement what kind of love we need in that moment. You kind of want to just think back to your childhood self and think like, hmm, what would she have appreciated? Or what would he have appreciated? What would he have understood? Because you know yourself best and you know what, you know, like our childhoods are obviously a little foggy most of the time, but like, you know what kind of kid you were and the kinds of things you thought and what kind of questions you had. And so just try to go back in time and kind of address the situation as that, as if you were still that same kid with that same question. So this will require some extra learning about yourself. You have to learn your triggers and your impulses. You have to be patient with yourself, okay? Because you're probably going to be surprised at some of the things that trigger you. You're probably going to be surprised at how impulsive you really are or you can really be in some situations. And it's not something that, you know, you're not going to be proud of it. And it is what it is. But there are a bajillion more aspects of you to be proud of. So... But but you can be proud of the fact that you are realizing that you're imperfect and that that's 100% okay. So balancing tough self-love and kind self-love can be tricky, but it's about adapting and knowing when you should push yourself and when you've had enough. So we all have different, you know, levels and thresholds for that kind of thing. You know, we all get a little bit flustered. We get a little bit stressed out and... You know, the um, the amount of stress that each person can take is different. We don't all respond to stress in the same way or at the same levels. And so it's important to just treat yourself accordingly. Like, make a plan for yourself. One size does not fit all. Not in this world. And remember. Remember, okay? If you take anything from this episode, remember. Tough love is not hurtful or rude. It doesn't involve name-calling or physical pain, or anything like that. It's about controlling your impulses, telling yourself no when you need to be told no, knowing when you've met your standards for accomplishing your goals, and knowing when you've done your best, and knowing when you've had enough. It's time to respond to yourself accordingly. Like, it's just, it's about learning about you, really. It's one like that is one way that you can if you feel like you need to just know more about yourself and what is important to you and the kinds of things that matter to you in this world. Start really intensely implementing tough love versus uh, um, tough self-love versus kind self-love and just see how you, you know, how you respond. Try to be an outside party. Try to be like an on like an uh, an onlooker. I mean, an outside party looking in, you know, like it is a little difficult to do at first, but it does take some practice. But, you know, just like all situations that you have in your life, try to be a third party. Try to think of of it outside of you being involved in the situation. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but that is one way that you're going to be able to learn about yourself is if you can take yourself out of the situation and look at it as if you are a third party. Okay, so, oh my God, so terrible. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I definitely enjoyed talking about this. Um, Really got into, you know, some childhood um, drama and things like that. But I feel like that is super important, especially for spiritual journeys, because a lot of the time 
we feel like we're doing everything that we can be doing and somehow things aren't going the way we want. And it's because we haven't backtracked to the fundamentals, which is our childhood. So please stay up, stay blessed, stay kind to each other, stay kind to yourself, practice gratitude, meditate, just be yourself, be authentic, focus on your desires. Join me for my free five day challenge and just love, love yourself, love yourself, love your life and know that this, I mean, this is, this is, this is you, like the life that you've created and what's around you, this is, it's a exact representation of what you believe you are capable of. So if you want more, then just believe that you deserve more because you do. Okay. Have a great day, everyone. And I will see you on the flip side. Later, gang. Thank you so much for diving into this episode with me. I hope that you enjoyed it. If it feels right, please like, subscribe, or follow this podcast. You can even share this with someone who you think it would help. You can follow me and my familiar Poseidon on Instagram. Connecting with a familiar is a profound experience that has helped me immensely on my journey. In the show notes, Poseidon's link tree has links to all of our socials so you can connect with us on social media. And my DMs are always open and I'm always welcoming new friends. Please send me a message because I would love to hear from you. My link tree contains services, including freebies and masterclasses that I host, group and one-on-one coaching packages. You can also book a free call with me so that I can get to know you with no pressure to work with me on a deeper level. I have a free Facebook community called Evolutionary Expansion for Quantum Queens that is also in the description, which is a group for cultivating greatness and thriving in your power alongside other women who resonate with your message. Whether you need motivation, information, or someone to help you navigate your big ideas and your big dreams, this group has so much to offer you. It's exhilarating, exciting, and a gateway to figuring out what you truly desire. If you feel called, you can join the No Rules Spiritual Community, which is an exclusive group and membership that includes access to all masterclasses, all retreats, all live sessions, all the goodness that I can give you to support you on your journey. All of this info is in the show notes, but please feel free to message me so we can discuss how I can best support you. In the meantime, stay up, stay blessed, and I will see you later. Bye.